the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now let's head into the Rich Jekyll Score studio with Christopher Hart and Lucy Polito. Hello again and welcome to What's the Score? The show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And we once again have the winning combination for you today because we start with the award-winning score volunteer, Lucy Polito. How you doing, Lucy? I am great, Chris. Hun, how about you? I'm doing ever so good. Thank you very much. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. But, of course, this show is all about score and everything score has got going on. And as you might know, score is on top of everything that's going on in the business world. And uh, so that's why you need to take advantage of everything they have going on in our business world right here locally. And don't forget, though, score is a nationwide organization. And uh, all you have to do is reach out and ask for their help. And as we've had on the show many a times, the SCORE mentors themselves and people who have been mentored by SCORE, you know kind of what it's like, but to know what it's like for you, you need to go down to talk to the folks at SCORE. If you would like to meet with them face-to-face, if you're thinking about starting a business or you have a business anywhere along the line, they can be there for you. If you have the decision you need to make, maybe it's expanding, maybe it's contracting, maybe it's selling, maybe it's starting the business. SCORE is there. All you have to do is seek them out. And there's several ways that you can do that. Of course, you can go online to orlando.score.org. And by the way, you can sign up for an excellent newsletter there. Absolutely no charge for that. And that way you'll know everything SCORE has got going on, and you'll find out more and more about SCORE itself that way. And because they also have at that website archive of this show, archives of other presentations and programs that SCORE has presented, and also a multitude of other information and documents that you can use in your business and business planning. And then, of course, you can call them on the phone, 407-420-4844. If you call during their business hours, 10 to 4, Monday through Thursday, 10 to 1 on Friday, you will get an actual human being, or a human being will call you right back. If you call during the off hours, you will get a human that will call you the next business opportunity, the next business day. So that number, once again, 407-420-4844. And they are located in the National Entrepreneur Center, which is located in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall on the West End, just off McGuire. And once again, that's a great facility. If you were able to attend the Women's Business Conference there recently, you'll know what I'm talking about. And it was packed that day, wasn't it, Lucy? It certainly was. And, you know, we just got some, uh, you know, obviously we asked for some uh, feedback and the feedback was terrific. Uh, I would say 98% of the people loved it. The other 2% uh, were 
were not really familiar with score, so it was great. It was great that people uh, actually got to feel and see what uh, score did for women. This was an event primarily uh, not for women, but really most of the attendees were women. And it was great. It was new, some new business women and some, actually the majority were already people who were in business. So it was very exciting and the ratings were quite good. So we're very happy with the results. All right. Very good. And that is just one of the events that SCORE does. And that's an annual event. They have a couple other annual events, but they also have bi-monthly events called the Coffee with the Leader presentations. And oftentimes it's a SCORE volunteer or SCORE mentor, but oftentimes it's someone from without, from outside of SCORE that they bring in for a particular topic that you can find the schedule and the presenters at orlando.score.org. And there's a multitude of webinars uh, that they offer up. Uh, almost daily there is a webinar that SCORE is offering up on various, obviously, topics that you can use perhaps in your business and you can pick and choose. And that's the ideal thing about it. And once again, you'll know ahead of time if you sign up for the newsletter at orlando.score.org. And except for a rare occasion like that special event, everything that SCORE has to offer is offered at the inflation and deflation proof price of how much again, Lucy? You got oh my it. gosh, I was just going to say that. It is the great and wonderful word free <laughs> that's right and that is absolutely no charge to you thanks to great sponsors and grants so take advantage of it and spread the word as i said it is a nationwide organization and there are offices all over the country so if you have friends or family in another part of the country or if you're the rare breed that is leaving florida because you know more and more people are coming here every day um if you're the rare breed leaving Florida, don't forget you can find another score office wherever you are headed. There will be one close by. And, of course, now with everything, a lot of things being done uh, via Zoom and that sort of thing, uh, a score volunteer in Washington State or Minnesota, if that's their specialty and you need their advice, Lucy here will hook you up, won't you, Lucy? Yes, uh, Absolutely. We're there to help all the time. All the time. So once again, orlando.score.org, 407-420-4844. As I said, SCORE reaches outside to other organizations as well, some of them located in the National Entrepreneur Center, some not. But that brings us to our guest today. He is the new president of the Inventors Council of Central Florida, so I'd like to welcome to the show today, Neil Narwani. Neil, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me, Chris. Well, Hi, Lucy. Hello, Neil. Good right. to see you. All right. So, Neil, Lucy knows a little bit about you, but I don't in the audience. So the way we like to start things around here is have our guests tell us a little bit about themselves, kind of their resume sort of thing. Uh, where are you from? Where would you go to school? What would you study? How'd you become an inventor, for instance, in your case? So uh, how'd you do it? Okay. Okay. We're going all the way back to the beginning. All right. Sort of. uh, so I'm originally from a Caribbean island, Trinidad, uh, born and raised there, although I did spend a bunch of my childhood out in the UK as well. And I was very interested in electronics as a kid. So uh, somewhere around seven years old, I got into electronics. Um that's a long story, but then into computers, et cetera. And um, in my teens, I came to Miami for college to study electronics. Um, from there, 
uh, I morphed into software development and went off in the working world with various companies, uh, you know, uh, including Microsoft and British Airways, etc. So I've bounced around the US quite a bit since then, including going back to London, living in London for a while, and then back to Florida. So that's, that's the nutshell of where I'm from. And yeah, and, and where I've been. Okay. Um, as for career path, I have gone from, as I mentioned, uh, electronics, uh, software development into project management. And at some point when, while managing a very large project at British Airways, I started to realize that, you know, this stress is not for me. The corporate world is not for me. Um, so I started making my way out of there and, um, I was still in the corporate world, got laid off in the early 2000s, and um, that was a great opportunity for me just to say, hey, let me rethink what I'm going to do with my life. Um, I took a year off working on my cars, had issues getting one of my cars to run because I couldn't get some electronics to work properly on it, and I sat there and built my own electronics to figure it out, and that's, that spawned a business for me that said, hey, let's go in the automotive instrumentation world. And so that's what formed uh, the company VEI Systems. I've been doing that for about 20 years now. Um, and I'd started that in Texas and then moved back to South Florida uh, because uh, I just wanted to be back in Florida, I guess. So yes, you're right. People are, everybody's moving here, right? Um, and from South Florida, I moved to Central Florida 10 years ago. Um, in the past few years, uh, well, probably seven years ago or so, I've started doing custom product development for people. So that's what got me involved with inventors. Um, I've been part of the Inventors Council of Central Florida for about 10 years since I moved here. But uh, seven years ago, I decided to go into product development. And, uh, and that brings us to the present. That's what I do. I do product development. I'm with the Inventors Council. And in the past two years, I have been the president of the Inventors Council, Central Florida. You mean you do product development as a part of the Inventors Council? Uh, no, as a business of my own, okay. but um, but they are very tied in terms of uh, what we do, right? In terms of uh, what, what people at Inventors Council are typically doing is developing products for themselves, and I get to help them out because I'm very involved in it. Okay, so the what you're talking about there, though, is different from VEI Systems? Correct. So VEI Systems was a company that did the automotive instrumentation. Okay. I spawned a business off of that called Two Pie Labs, which does product design, product development. And uh, the Inventors Council is a separate entity, but our goals are aligned. Yes. Okay. All right. We're speaking with Neil Narwani. He is the new president of the Inventors Council of Central Florida. When we come back, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the Inventors Council itself and then Neil's uh, experience and what he sees uh, happening here in Central Florida with inventors and the support we have here for inventors. So if you'd what, by the way, what Neil, what is the website again for the ICCF? It's inventcf.com. Inventcf.com. That's Inventors Council Correct. of Central Florida. Inventcf.com. Okay, folks, you can check Correct. it out while we're having com the conversation here with Neil. 
And then, of course, if you can't uh, take advantage of it now, you can later on. So that's inventcf.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go to orlando.score.org and sign up for the excellent newsletter there. That way you'll know everything that SCORE has got going on, and they always have something going on at SCORE. And don't forget, you can also call them on the phone, 407-420-4844 for SCORE. It's 407-420-4844. And they do have a Facebook page, too. It's SCORE Orlando on Facebook. So you can check us out there, and please like us there as well. SCORE Orlando on Facebook. All right, so please stay with us. We will be right back with more of What's the SCORE? Welcome once again to What's the Score. Thank you so much for tuning in. And thanks for telling your friends and family about What's the Score. You know, that's one of the advantages of using radio is the word does literally spread by mouth. All right, so we have Lucy Polito and myself, Christopher Hart, here. Our guest today, Neil Narwani. He is the new president of the Inventors Council of Central Florida. That's inventcf.com if you'd like to check them out. And, Neil, you were just telling us a little bit about uh, your businesses and, and how electronics led you into these sorts of things. Um, and But, that you know, that's a far cry from, from being, a, you know, on the board of something or being a director. What, what's it been like uh, to be the president, before we move on here, of the Inventors Council? Uh, so, me being me, I... Uh... I tend to come in and churn. <laughs> I, I I take everything from scratch and say, hey, is this the best way to do this? Is this the best way to do that? And I change anything I feel like. So I try, I tend not to be a status quo type of person. So what's it been like? It's been a little bit uh, hectic at the beginning, but we've come to a great system right now, I think, that uh, everybody agrees upon that says, hey, we're we're an organization that's running and we're growing, which was the key to change things so that we can grow uh, and rebuild our membership after the pandemic, effectively. Okay. Uh, let's get to a little bit of the history of it, because you said you've been a mem- member for 10 years. Uh, how long has the Inventors Council of Central Florida been around and how how did it get started? So uh, the, 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 this particular group, the Inventors Council of Central Florida, has been in existence since 1974, 49 years now. It was founded by Dave and Heidi Flinchbaugh, who are our only honor, honorary members, and uh, they still do come to our meetings. And uh, so we're coming up on a uh, 50th anniversary next year. Um, they formed a group just to connect inventors to help each other out. And that's still our goal till today. We are a nonprofit specifically with the intent of helping anyone who has ideas. And that is beginners who just have an idea all the way to people who have multiple patents and successful products all connect together so we can help each other. Um, Effectively, if you are not a pro with many patents, there is something you can use help with, and that's what we do. We connect you with people who can help. It's key. And I take it, do people go to the website to become a member? 
Correct. Yes. So uh, membership is easy. Uh, we do charge a membership fee, a uh, nominal fee of $30 per year or, or $5 a meeting. And the first meeting is free. Uh, but the, the, the membership fee is just a token amount just to help us cover our expenses. We are, uh, as I say, nonprofit and not even our board of directors are paid. We're just all volunteers. So um, you could think of us more as a group of people that meet with the only formality that we try and get industry professionals every month to come in and speak about a topic that would be useful to inventors. So we might have a patent attorney come in and talk about specific types of patents and how to go about getting a patent. We may have a, uh, in next month, for example, we have a couple that had been on Kickstarter and they'll be talking about their experience of how they got on Kickstarter and how they got funded. So that would be very useful to people who are at that stage. Of getting their product out to market, for example. Can I ask a question? What yeah. is the average length of time that it takes between the time that somebody comes up with the idea and actually works out all the kinks and all that for whatever the invention is and actually gets a patent? So it varies significantly. Um, I can tell you of people who've spent, uh, I think, 13 years on their product from their idea just about getting it out to market now uh, when they get a patent is up to them because the development cycle can take a long time you go through multiple iterations multiple prototypes depending on the product and the industry uh, some people can actually you, you don't have to have a patent by the way on anything you can choose just to release it to the market flood the market and become the de facto player in that market so that it's hard for anybody else to come into that space uh, but uh, you can also get a patent early in the game, and then you have 20 years to, you know, to, to have exclusivity on your idea. Um, how long it takes, therefore, depends. Right now, the, the shortest I have seen is I am developing a product for a client. I've done work for him before on another product. Uh, they came up with this idea, and he wants to get this out fast. And we're looking at two months between the start of the idea, we're a month into it right now, and being able to have a prototype ready for manufacturing. And as soon as we have that prototype, they're going to go file for their patent. So, I have another question. So let us say I have an idea and I come into your organization, I become a member, and how, I walk in and I tell you all about my idea. How do I make sure that none of you other guys are going to maybe copy my idea or make it even better or whatever? Is there okay. some sort of a contract or something that signed in and everybody is in like the, I don't know, like the government uh, uh, secret service or something? You all maintain the secrets or something? So uh, we have two meetings per month right now. Uh, and this was something I had done where I'd split the meetings. The first Saturday of every month is a presentation meeting. This is where we get the industry professional to come in and talk. Okay. Um, we now have a new meeting, which is the third Saturday of most months. And on that meeting, you have to be a member, a paid member. You have to have a NDA in place, a non-disclosure agreement. And we, so, and that way we know who you are. That meeting is specifically called a member workshop with the intent of making it comfortable for anyone to talk about any uh, anything they need help with on their ideas. Now, of course, Everybody in the room 
is under NDA, but we can't control any, everybody in the room. So we still urge people, if you're not comfortable talking about your idea, you don't talk about it still. Nobody is forcing you to. What We, we try to foster that environment uh, where they feel comfortable talking about it, but we also encourage people, hey, don't tell us more than, you, than we need to know. If you need help just figuring out a small mechanism about your idea, great. If you need help with marketing, then maybe we need to know a little bit more about it, but we don't have to know everything. You could tell us, hey, I have an accessory that uh, I've developed it. It's working right now. I need to start getting it out to market. It's a guitar accessory. How would I go about marketing that? And we can help just with that information. You know, some of the things I will tell you is, uh, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell people, first of all, go take a marketing analysis uh, course at uh, SCORE, uh, seminar or webinar, uh, but also look at things like go talk to uh, the manager at a guitar center and ask them if you could set up a table out front where you can talk to people, ask clients walking in and out what they think of your idea, what would they pay for it, et cetera. So these are things many people don't know that they can do to get, you know, uh, market analysis and feedback, et cetera. So we don't always have to know about your idea and, and we don't force you to talk about it. Okay. Okay. Once again, we're speaking with Neil Narwani. He is the new president of the Inventors Council of Central Florida, which is what we we're just talking about here, of course. And this uh, organization, where you said you hold the meetings, are they Zoom meetings? Do you meet in live, in person? How are you doing it these days? We meet uh, both right now. So we meet at uh, two physical locations and on Zoom. So the first Saturday meeting is uh, either at the NEC, the SCORE office at the National Entrepreneur Center in the Fashion Square Mall, right. uh, or we meet at a makerspace in Longwood called Lab. And those meetings are also on Zoom. The workshops are at FamiLab right now. And uh, I'll put a quick plug in here. If anybody has great meeting space that we can use, please contact me. Let me know. We're always looking for more meeting space. What, what, what size groups does it normally show up live? So we're back to about 20-ish people per meeting okay. right now. And we're hoping that grows uh, to a few dozen within the next year or so. All right. Okay, and find out more about all of this, of course, at inventcf.com, which is the website for the ICCF, Inventors Council of Central Florida, inventcf.com. And, Neil, the you said that the membership is growing. Yes. What's we are. We've been on a major push to get our membership back because we had dwindled significantly from the start of the pandemic. And so we are we're trying to get people back in and get them motivated and actively pursuing their projects, their ideas. Was, was that because, you know, inventing oftentimes is a lot of like hands on stuff, you know, where face to face is more effective than Zoom, whereas other things uh, well, it's, it can be as effective? So I, I'm not sure if that played a part as much as um, we had actually been meeting only in person prior to the pandemic. Um, and so we had stopped meeting, of course, because of um, because of social distancing, et cetera. And so then we quickly scrambled to figure out how do we do this Zoom thing? And especially how do we do hybrid Zoom where we can meet in person and Zoom in the future? So we started picking up Zoom and I think people were just preoccupied with their lives during the pandemic. Everything was changing. 
and we were trying to figure this out as well. And so we did start having some meetings in Zoom, but it didn't catch on for a while. Um, and now that we're meeting in person again, people are coming back in person, but some people are still not comfortable or they find it more convenient to be remote. So they will join us from Zoom with Zoom. And, and of course, if somebody who'd rather be there alive but can't make it one month because they're out of town or something, they can still participate. So it's the best of both worlds, so to speak. And speaking of speaking, we're speaking with Neil Narwani, the new president of the Inventors Council of Central Florida. And if you would like to be a member, just go to inventcf.com. Very nominal membership fee just to cover basically the, the, the red tape of you being a member. So that's inventcf.com. All right, when we come back, we'll continue the conversation with Neil Narwani, maybe see what the hot things are in this uh, this hot market we have here in Central Florida, ladies and gentlemen. So please stay with us because we're coming back with more of What's the Score? Welcome to What's the Score, and thank you so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. We've got Lucy Polito of Score with myself, Christopher Hart, our guest today, Neil Narwani of the Inventors Council of Central Florida. He's the president now, and we we're just talking about the club itself and how you can become a member. Very easy to do. Now, you said you don't have. Did I hear you say it doesn't matter what stage of an inventor you are to be a club member? But what if you're not a, a, an inventor, but this sort of thing is you find it fascinating? Can can a non-inventor be a part of the club? Oh, absolutely. Anyone can. If you ever had an idea and just wondered, hey, what happens if I come up with a great idea someday? Come on and join us. You'll learn about all different stages of an invention process. Okay. And it really is a process. And as you said, that's part of the purpose of the council itself is to support inventors because, you know, we talk about this from an entrepreneurial standpoint that, you know, lots of entrepreneurs know how to make gadgets or do services, but may not necessarily know how to run a business. But in your case, it's even more complicated than that because an inventor not only has to know how to run a business, but has to know how to negotiate all of the various hurdles uh, the patent being the major one, but there are a number of hurdles you have to get through or go over in order to be successful as an inventor. And and, and that's why you're going to need support, especially from people who've already been there, done that. That's the whole idea with SCORE, but this is a more focused thing. Am I correct? Correct. So, uh Earlier this year, back in January, I did a presentation for the group on how to invent, which is effectively giving people an overview of if you have an idea, what are all the steps you're going to have to go through from start of this idea to being uh, making money off your idea? Okay. And because I think there's so many things that people need to be involved in, they don't have a good handle of the big picture. So I gave them a full overview. I also did that presentation for SCORE last month. So, um, and I will be repeating it in the future, but it involves everything from uh, not just developing your idea, but being able to do market research and market analyses to figure out if it's marketable, is there a large enough market? Is there enough margin for you to make money? And 
developing your product into something that's manufacturable because you can design and develop a product that works, but it may not be manufacturable or easily manufacturable or cost-effectively manufacturable. So there's a lot of that involved. But that point, that's when you start putting on your business hat. And this is where I start pointing people to score and saying, now you've got to learn about how to run a business and how to manage employees and rent and what's your sourcing and your distribution for your products to be able to, to sell your products. So um, there is a lot involved. And so our regular meetings will give you glimpses of this and glimpses of that, et cetera. But that overview that I did kind of gave everyone the big picture of what's involved and yes, some people are, are a little bit uh, shocked by it, right? Wasn't prepared for it, I would say. Lucy, I think people yeah. have to be prepared to be ha to be patient because I can't, you know, no matter how big or how small your invention is, it's going to take a tremendous amount of time. Uh, and perhaps, you know, they may not have the financial uh, need for this particular product, so it is what, I don't know if you have any idea, what is the average time that it takes? And of course, I, I, will, I realize it depends on whatever it is the invention is, but let's say that it's something that's not overly complicated. What is the length of time that it would take for somebody to basically sell the idea to a manufacturer or something, you know, between the time they actually come up with the idea, produce whatever the product is going to be, and it's out in the market. What's the average time? Any idea? It depends on the individual, depends on the idea. And, uh, you know, and there, there are several other factors at play, right? I mean, your opportunity that knocks on your door factors in as well. So uh, some people, if you're good at, let's say, let's say it's me and I'm good at engineering, I can design and develop a product pretty rapidly. Um, I can get through that phase pretty quickly, but then I'm seeking help for marketing it, et cetera. And maybe I apply to kick um, to Shark Tank and they have me on in a few months. Hey, that opportunity fell in my lap. I could be out there faster. Okay. Uh, with others, I'm seeing people with ideas who are taking it more of the bootstrap method. They take time to engineer and develop their products. And then they go through iteration after iteration, continue developing it while feeling out the market. And they bootstrap their business off of it. So uh, they are, they'll, they'll take many years, a decade or more to get that product out to market. Um, but one of the things you mentioned as well was to sell the idea to a manufacturer. That's another option where you don't go into business, but you sell the idea, which is effectively licensing your idea. And you will definitely make a smaller percentage, but you're doing a lot less at that point in time. So um, it's great. You sell it to a, to a company that's already in that industry. They can get it out to the big box stores faster, out to clients faster. They've already got their foot in Home Depot and Lowe's and Ace Hardware, let's say if it's a tool, and they can get it out there quicker for you then you would. You can spend a decade getting into those stores. These guys are already in there. They get it out there. You're making money quicker. And then you have time now to lay back and go work on your next idea. What about if it's a, something where you, you need a pattern? How long does it take to get the okay for the pattern? Because that so, takes a long time, is it? Correct. So, well, well, long is a relative term, right? So usually a patent can take two, three years to get from the time you file for your patent. But it doesn't mean you can't go sell your product. You can sell your product well before you have a patent. 
And there is another process uh, called a provisional patent. It is a it's effectively just a record at the USPTO, which is the United States Patent and Trademark Office, that says, hey, I have an intent to file a patent for this, but I'm not ready yet. So I'm just letting you know that I have this idea. So it's my idea. I've, I've recorded that this is my idea. And it gives you one year of protection to file your patent. So you are you, you get a year to do other things while you feel out whether the the market is ready for your product, whether you are going to have enough uh, market for it, and you've developed it enough to go into manufacturing, et cetera. You can turn on and sell your product during that time, absolutely, because you have that protection in place. There's no okay. guarantee you'll get a patent, but you at least have time to start that process without somebody jumping on it from there. That's good. What, uh, other than your own, what is the biggest success story you've seen with an invention? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, that that's a good question. I have seen, um, like our founders, for example, um, Dave and Heidi Flinchball, they have had a very successful medical product on the market. Um, I, I, I'm, tr I'm trying to remember what the name of the product is, but it's a home use medical device that they've had a great success with over the years. And then uh, more recently, they've had some little delays with it and they're trying to get back into manufacturing with that right now. Um, they've been great uh, at that. There's another one who is our, um, our secretary currently, David Woods. He has a product that he was developing, a swim fin, that has certain efficiency advantages. He's been working on this for, uh, I think, eight years plus on, or, or more than that right now. And he just got picked up by the military and they're covering all of his costs of uh, continued research to fine tune the product and uh, start purchasing it from him. So oh. uh, they're, they're, some of our members are doing great with their ideas already. Oh, interesting. Um... How difficult has it been to recover from the supply chain issues that we have had? And is more manufacturing uh, becoming available to inventors here in the United States or, or at least places outside of the Far East, shall we say? Okay. So, yeah, very, very relevant question to me. Um, Part of what I, as I mentioned, I've been doing VEI systems, which is my own brand of automotive instrumentation. Uh, starting a year before COVID, tariffs on Chinese products were announced, and that caused me some significant issues with, with the VEI side, which is interesting because my products were made in the U.S. Many components were not, but the products were made in the U.S. And because manufacturing, as many companies started using more manufacturing in the U.S. because of the tariffs, my prices of certain things that were made here started going up significantly. Um, with that, then came the pandemic, and that sort of made things dwindle even further because of supply. And that's one of the big reasons I'm doing more and more product development or more mostly right now doing product development. But that's been a significant issue. Chip supply has dried up so horribly, especially if you're in any type of leading edge uh, industry. 
I've got a client, uh, uh, he's probably listening to this, but I've got a client whose product has dragged on for a year right now because I've had to redesign it over three times now for what's available. And every time I go find, okay, here's a new microcontroller I could go use for this product, I have to start learning about that microcontroller, trying to get support from the manufacturer and redesigning his product around it. So, I will definitely say chip supply has not been resolved right now. Semiconductor supply has not. We are seeing more and more manufacturing coming into the U.S. for non-semiconductor products first, uh, but the U.S. is just not set up yet for uh, what's, what called, what's called fabs, which makes semiconductors. We're not set up yet. We have the chip sack, which is hopefully going to resolve that in the near future, but it's not there yet. Okay. So... All right. Well, well, we are here now for another break, but we're going to continue the conversation with Neil Narwani of the Inventors Council of Central Florida. And if you're an inventor, evermore the reason for you to be a member of the council, go to inventcf.com. Even if you're not an inventor, perhaps like to help out inventors, you're intrigued by it, maybe you do have some ideas, go to inventcf.com. That's for the Inventors Council of Central Florida, inventcf.com. And don't forget to also visit orlando.score.org and sign up for the newsletter there. And we will be right back with more of What's the Score? the score we want to thank you for tuning in and telling your friends and family about the show and before we get back to the conversation with lucy polito and neil narwani who is the president of the invention council inventors council of central florida but uh, before we get back to that conversation just want to remind you as i mentioned earlier part of the reason why the audience here is as big as it is because you have spread the word that you hear about here on the show and that's the advantage of using radio in your marketing and advertising ladies and gentlemen it's so easy to do especially when you have great stations available to you with internet intertwined and integrated integrated into your messaging and all you have to do is get a hold of the folks here at Salem Media Group Orlando a couple of ways to do that you can call them on the phone the old fashioned way 407 618 one seven six zero for Salem Media Group Orlando four zero seven six one eight one seven six zero, or you can visit them online because they now have Salem Surround, which, as I said, can integrate your social media platforms with your radio message, or perhaps you just want to go with the social media platforms or just the radio platform. They can do it all or both or either way you want to do it. Just contact them at surroundorlando.com. That's surroundorlando.com. They're local. They know this market. They know the Internet, and they know how to help you, surroundorlando.com. And surround Orlando with your message. All right, let's get back to the SCORE message, and in particular, the Inventors Council of Central Florida message. And once again, they hold actual meetings, physical meetings. I mean, not to say that the Zoom meetings are an actual meetings, but you know what I mean. But once again, Neil, give us the, the, the times and the locations of the meetings, if you would, please. Okay, so the first Saturday meeting is at the NEC office in the Fashion Square Mall, the, where SCORE is. And those are on the first Saturday of every month at 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. 
Now that does move a week if there's a public holiday that weekend, like 4th of July weekend is common. The second meeting we have is usually on the third Saturday of the month, and that's being held at a makerspace in Longwood, but that is for paid NDA only members as a workshop so everybody in there uh, knows each other and members can feel comfortable talking about their ideas. So those those meeting links are sent out once you become a member. We send you information on those meetings as they come up. And but you're also looking for other meeting space as well, correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah. So we are as we're regrowing, we are filling up meeting space fast. And the NEC is a great meeting space. Uh, the meeting room we have there it it holds many people, but we only have that four times a year. And it would be great if anybody any manufacturing companies, any businesses, anyone who has a meeting room would love to let us use their meeting space uh, for a couple few hours on a Saturday every month that we would really appreciate that. They can reach out to me for that. What is the average attendance of a meeting? Right now, we're back up to about 20-ish people uh, at the meetings. Yeah. And of course, you said this, you can also attend via Zoom. Is that, was that correct as well? That That's correct. Yes. That's right. And you would go through the website, I take it, to set all this up and do all the arrangements? Correct. Okay. That's and, right. If you go to inventcf.com and you look for membership info, it gives you a link to where to join us. And again, first meeting is free. You can come out and just check us out, see what we do, uh, and uh, no sweat. You can also find us on meetup.com, and our group name is Inventors Council of Central Florida. Okay. What what is you know Central Florida is always even though it, it it's because of the tourism industry it's not been known for you know its tech industry but it's always been pretty solid at least for I don't know, many, I don't know four or five decades now uh, in the tech industry um, you know we've had Siemens here and other tech businesses uh, what does it look like now for Central Florida is it still the high tech uh, inventions that are driving the industry here locally? So from what I've seen, Central Florida has has had a lot of hidden tech, a lot of small things going on that you don't hear about. And uh, when I, re- I remember when I was moving to Central Florida, I started researching the area. Everything I found was about Disney and other theme parks. You could not find very much info on what it's like to live here. And but it, but it exists. Right. And once you start living in this area, you start finding people out of, you know, different uh, uh, they come out of the woodworks and events like Maker Fair tend to connect people a lot. There are they bring makers out, people who like uh, in techie mindsets and tend to work for technical companies. And you find out there's so much going on here. Um, and we tend to think of like the Bay Area, San Jose, California, et cetera, or Austin, Texas as being big tech centers. That's changing, I think, because as work has become remote, significantly remote now after during and after the pandemic, I think more people I'm seeing are moving back to Florida saying, I can be a technical guy out here, even though I'm not living in the technical hubs of the US or what we think of the technical hubs. So I'm seeing more tech come back here and uh, a lot of consumer type tech as well, not just major uh, aerospace players. Seven. What uh, do you ever discuss, or, or, or what do you think will be the effect of AI on inventing? 
because it, it seems that, that we may be inventing ourselves out of inventing, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, okay, that's a big question. So uh, AI, uh, one, of my, one of my employees is just great at AI. Uh, he is, he's a, a genius at this stuff, and we've been using that for more traditional AI purposes, which is to have the system figure out how to be a better system. Now we're seeing, yes, robotics and AI becoming uh, yeah, a little bit scary. And I'm scared to speculate on where it's going. We've had, um, we've had some major players, Elon Musk and others, calling for a pause on AI development because it's kind of we're unsure where this is going. I mean, we're seeing a computer passing a bar exam. Uh, you know, what's going to happen there? Are we just going to be calling up a service to get us out of a legal issue nowadays? Or where is this going? I don't want to speculate on that because I don't have enough info on that. But I will say I am uh, I'm, I'm apprehensive as well. Uh, you know, it'd be nice if we lived in a both-and world where we can have AI and it'd be beneficial and not have the negative side effects. But oftentimes in this world, it's all or nothing. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, yeah. it, it'll balance out for us. Uh, Lucy, did I see? Did yeah. did you have another question, Lucy? No, I, I'm I'm just thinking about the future, and I'm glad that I'm not going to be around for too long. <laughs> oh, come on now. Yeah. Wow. It, it, what? Uh, what? Uh, so. The, the 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 membership is growing. You want to continue that, of course. You're you're looking for meeting space. What is any other big goals for this year? Uh, for the Inventors Council, no. Our, our main goal is to grow. Uh, we've been we've made significant changes, and I think we're doing great that way. Uh, with myself, my business, I am growing my business. TwoPiLabs.com, doing very high-tech product development, robotics, uh, electronics, um, things like that. And um, no, the intent is, I think many of us want to recover from the pandemic, a few years of pandemic, and that's the goal, is to recover and grow. Recover and grow, very well said. The website is invent cf.com inventcf.com for the inventors council of central florida and you said that's uh, two pi labs.com was that right correct it's two as in the digit two pi labs labs.com uh, does that have anything to do with the mathematical pi is that what the pi is there uh-huh. Of course it does. Okay. Two pi is a full circle. And right. my business, I started that with the intent of saying, I can help you with all aspects of developing a project uh-huh. from the mechanical side, the electronic side, the software side. And 360 is just abuse in business names right now. So I said, I'm a geek. I'll do two pi. Sure. All right. Well, let's kind of go back to where we started with VEI systems. That's your your electronics for what is that vehicle electronic industry or something Correct. like that. And because yes. of uh, electron, uh, more cars being built. Uh, you know, uh, uh, EV cars. Uh, it sounds like that business of yours is is here to stay. So it's it's currently very much on pause until chip supply recovers oh, that's and right. we've got product designs that are 
almost ready to go, but we've had to put on hold because we can't, we won't be able to get the supply for manufacturing. So that's right. on hold. Um, but yes, the part of the intent is we are going to be morphing towards EVs. And then as well as another love of mine is general aviation. I am looking to start developing products for the general aviation market as well. All right. Inventing is always fascinating, and it's always fascinating to talk about it. Neil, thanks for being with us today, and we appreciate it. And good luck going forward as president of the Inventors Council of Central Florida. And once again, folks, you can be a member, whether you are an inventor or not, go to invent cf.com to find out more to become a member invent cf.com and if you have meeting space and you'd be interested in having these folks meet in your location you can contact them there as well so well neil it's been once again fascinating talking with you so we will look forward to having you back thanks chris thanks for having me all right and lucy always great to talk to you appreciate it yep always great to talk to you same here all right and don't forget to go Thank you, to, thanks, Lucy. Yep. And go to Orlando Orlando.score.org. Sign up for the newsletter there. That way you'll know everything that SCORE has going on. And the National Entrepreneur Center, which Neil has been talking about, is of course where SCORE has their offices. If you'd like to call some and speak with someone there, 407-420-4844 is the number. Perhaps they can hook you up with someone who can answer your, your questions over the phone. Or if you'd like to set up a mentorship program, you can do it by calling them at 407-420-4844. And don't forget, until next week, when we will be back with more of What's the Score? We'll see you then. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.